The following program is paid for and presented by Tony Mart Presents. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. everybody doing out there welcome to tony mart presents music food fun travel and community professionals live here on wpg 1450 am 95.5 fm and worldwide on tonymart.com which uh is being um refurbished and um shined up as my father would say and uh, ready for uh, uh, another run, thanks to uh, our good friend uh, Bill Bader at uh, Cape Graphics. Uh, and you can see a lot of things and reference a lot of things, and including next year, a shopping cart where you'll be able to get Tony Mark items. T-shirts are always available, and we're going to be adding to that as we go forward. It's still Oktoberfest, and of course, the Phillies have made it a truly fantastic party season for us, uh, and we are um, very, very uh, excited about all the great things happening at Circle Liquor Store, the place uh, to make you get ready, to feel good and have the hospitality and help you need to get ready to let the good times roll. We're going to do our final installment on restaurants and drivers in the old country. Uh, and we're going to have one of our best and dearest friends whose family is from right there in Nazu Capodolando, uh, the Formica family. Frank Formica will be joining us um, today. And also uh, from uh, uh, the Italian uh side of the uh, quotient, our good friend Joe Giralo from Hamilton. He is the Atlantic County clerk. He is a great guy, and he can do so many things to help you. He's doing a phenomenal job as our clerk, and uh, we invite him on occasionally because the things he can do for you can be really helpful in your lives. And we're going to talk about the Shore Local Christmas Party. We are so excited about being a part of that, uh, the Christmas fair and market at Summer's Mansion, presented by Shore Local, Southern New Jersey's news magazine. For seven years now, Shore Local has just done a great job growing and growing, and 
um, we're happy to have them as media partners, and we're happy to have the Grand Dame of South Jersey, Patty Blee, joining our good friend Greg Sakura and his SSPs band to perform free live music at this wonderful Christmas fair and market uh, at the Summer's Mansion. Uh, live music, vendors, gift shops, games, uh, and Santa Claus will be there. The, uh, uh, the young ones can meet Santa, food vendors, Christmas caroling, just a wonderful day put on by wonderful people, Cindy and uh, Bob Fersh. And Tony Marks is happy to be a part of it. And, uh, of course, so is our good mayor in Summers Point, Jack Glasser. He'll be lighting the Christmas tree at 5 p.m. So we'll be talking a lot more about that. And on November 18th, we're going to dedicate a part of a show to the um, door local Christmas fair and market at what I call the pinnacle, the top of the historic district, the historic Bayfront district where I grew up playing on that hill that rolled down the steel ship bar. I was a little boy. I remember the black eyed Susans on the hill. Now uh, it is ignominiously a parking lot for a real eyesore and we hope and pray that that can be somehow rationalized. But uh, you know where I'm talking about, where Tony March stood right below Summer's Mansion. And uh, going to have a great party there that day, December 3rd. And speaking of great parties, uh, we're going to talk about cruising and travel. We're going to give you a tale of two cruises and more and two cruises, a lot of focus on cruises now because uh, we are uh, going to be doing a lot of cruising as we cruise into our later years, uh, Nancy and me. And um, the Blues Cruise is coming up. We're going to be doing this one next Saturday, a week from today. We will be embarking on the 37th annual legendary, biannual, legendary, uh, no, semi-annual, excuse me, semi-annual, twice a year. Uh, in October, next week, we'll be getting on the, I believe it's the Eurodom, the Holland America Eurodom for the 37th Blues Cruise, and then the 38th in January in Fort Lauderdale, as they say. Uh, so we're excited about cruising on the high seas. Let's go back to the old country for just a minute uh, and talk a little bit about the great uh, drivers and the great restaurants uh, that we were able to enjoy so much. I want to say something about Charia Street. Royal Caribbean is now including this on its itineraries. Uh, you can find it quite a bit. And um, it's a great, charming, old port on the river. And, um, I mean, on the historic waterfront, in the, uh, uh, it's the, uh, the, the tip of the Adriatic Sea. Ah, it's the Königsdom we're getting on. Nancy just slid me a note here. It's not the Eurodom. It's the Königsdom. And in the world of uh, 
Holland America, we just say, one of those damn ships. <laughs> the Königsdom, these are gorgeous, gorgeous ships with multiple, multiple venues. But back to the old country, um, we had Demetrius one and Demetrius two. Demetrius one was a phenomenal driver in Athens. We'll get to him in a minute. But Demetrius uh, two uh, was in Crete and did an excellent job. We have uh, contacts for all of these drivers. It is so critical that you get a great driver if you want to do private touring. And as I like to say, when you get off a cruise ship or you fly over to a place, if you do private touring, you will see three times as much and pay half the price. And, and that's what we do. Uh, so we like to talk about that. Um, and um, quickly, we will talk about Demetrius uh, the first because I want to just share with you one cruise that is really uh, something that you can enjoy uh, in and out of Athens. Demetrius uh, one, and we have his information, is a great, great professional driver that can take you around Athens. Right now, Celebrity is featuring a 10-day cruise out of Athens, which includes First of all, getting to be in Athens and see Athens is, you know, phenomenal. Even if you've seen it before, Demetrius can take you places you haven't been. You can enjoy great Greek food if you like. Uh, but it's a jumping off point for this 10-day cruise that is really intriguing to me because it overnights in a place that allows you to visit Jerusalem and another port in Israel and it overnights in Alexandria, Egypt, which means you can be on your comfortable cruise ship, go up the Nile, see the pyramids, come back down to your safe, comfortable cruise ship, spend the night. No, this is the way we like to travel, and um, this is what I'm talking about. Back to Sicily for a minute. I want to uh, mention, um, actually, uh, Mondello which is the beach in Palermo, one of the most gorgeous places I've ever seen. I just live in love with it. It's, it's so cool for us because it's a lot like being at the Jersey Shore. It's a beautiful resort, and it's got um, a, um, you know, like a little tiny amusement park and all these beautiful restaurants along the waterfront. We like to stay at the Torre Splendido, the Splendid Tower, because it has an 800, 8th century tower there. And uh, uh, it is such a gorgeous place in Sicily. And our favorite restaurant we're finding in Mondello is Il Gabbiano. I really cannot say enough about the, uh, not only the fresh seafood, the, uh, they made up, Nancy fell in love with the, this, um, uh, the caponata spada, uh, which is the, um, you know, caponata like we make with eggplant. We, we make it and give it out for Christmas. But this is with spada, the, the swordfish. Swordfish is always in season in Sicily. But beyond that, the, the, the clams and fresh shrimp and calamari uh, and pasta 
and some of the best muscles I've ever had. Uh, Il Gabbiano, it's right there. You can stay in the beautiful Torre Splendido and just bruise right over to Il Gabbiano, Mondello, near Palermo in Sicily. And, of course, we spent several days in Sicily, and we have so many friends uh, from Sicily, from Calabria, uh, who are residents of Ducktown. But I'm about to welcome to the show one of my dear friends, one of my favorite Sicilians and favorite people, uh, whose family is from right there uh, near Nazu and Capodolando, where my father came from and where we just returned from. Please uh, welcome to the show the great Frank Formica. Frank, thank you so much for being here with us to talk about the roots, the family, Sicily, and, of course, the bread that your family makes, the greatest bread uh, in uh, the world, if you want the real deal, Atlantic City submarine bread. Thank you for being here, Frank. Carmen, how could I miss it? You know... If this doesn't work out for you, you can always get a job as a travel agent for East Sicily. I know that. <laughs> I love to travel, and I'm looking forward to traveling more. Uh, you're from a little little town just down the hill from Nazu, where Dad was born? It is uh, San Pietro di Nesetta is the uh, town my grandparents were from. And uh, we had one of our relatives go back there some years ago. And, uh, of course, the first place that relatives go to is the, uh, the cemeteries. They wanted to take a look at their ancestry. And the right. two most prominent names there were Formica and Bon Giovanni. Mm. So my, wow. my grandmother is a Bon Giovanni. Oh, Oh, I didn't realize that. Wow. Sure. Of course. Bon so, Giovanni. For so we got double roots here. Is um, famous with for sausage and, uh, you know, the Bon Giovanni delicatessen, which was the place to go in Ducktown. And Mario Bon Giovanni raised a great, great family of professionals, accountants, attorneys. We're very proud of the Bon Giovanni family as well. Right, Fred? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, we, we, you know, as you pointed out, a lot of the people came from that area, Nazo, Capitolandro, in that part of Sicily, right. they all settled in Ducktown. And, uh, you know, right. it, it really was true that, you know, for, for most of us, I think they say it's six degrees of separation for Italians, it's three, uh, they're all related back in the old country, but they came and developed this wonderful neighborhood called Ducktown, which was centered around St. Michael's Roman Catholic Church, which was right. by charter, not a church of the Diocese of Camden, because the Diocese of Camden didn't exist in 1904. There was East Jersey and West Jersey Diocese. Casey didn't know that. Wow. And, and, wow. and so East Jersey was Newark and West Jersey was Trenton. And that's why we were delineated in area codes. 201 was right. East Jersey. 609 was West Jersey. Then we became known as South Jersey. 
So right. St. Michael's was an Italian-speaking missionary church chartered from Rome, from the Vatican. Then it was wow. absorbed into the diocese of Camden. You didn't know that, my did parents, you, Carmen? Then it was absorbed yeah, into the diocese of Camden. My parents were married at St. Michael's Church in 1936. My my father met my mother on Blake Street uh, behind St. Michael's Church and behind Formica Brothers Bakery Cafe and, and your legendary bakery uh so I'm intrigued well, to hear all of this about my history. <laughs> yeah, now, now, so the church's first mass was on the beach because they were still building the building in 1904. Okay. Then the building got wow. built, and it was all done with donations of the immigrants. They didn't get a penny from a diocese, a bank, anybody. And of course, there were prominent families. The three most prominent families of Ducktown, of Atlantic City, were the Camaradas, the Syracuses, and the Ruffews, which is Sonny yeah. McCullough's family, the Ruffews. The Syracuses, the insurance company. The Camaradas left right. town, but they, they left a the mark. They were the ones that had the, uh, the hotels in its heyday of various uses. So what are the three terraces on Mississippi Avenue? Syracuse Terrace, Ruffew Terrace, yeah. and Camarada Terrace. Wow. I, I, I've seen Syracuse and Ruffew. I never saw Camerata. But Camerata got destroyed that... by Trump. When, when, when Trump built the plaza, he knocked down the buildings to put his limo parking lot there. But it went right behind, uh, it went right behind the restaurant that was on Pacific. It went right up to Shumsky's at the corner of Georgia and uh, right. Pacific. I will say that so John... So I didn't know... Yeah. So I didn't know. Was a very close friend of my father's and a very close friend of our family's. Uh, and I love sure. the city of Syracuse. It's a really great place. Anyway, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead, please. Uh, it's okay. So the, the immigrants were based basically what? My uncle, my grandmother, Rosa Bongiovanni's, brother, Frank, had the first limousine business in Atlantic City in 1928. Wow. So Frank's limousines. And, and he, he, had, he had a lock on the train station, which was one of the largest traveled train stations on the East Coast. It had eight main lines. It split Atlantic City in half because the train station was on Arctic Avenue. So Baltic, Mediterranean, right. and Sunset, there's different names. If you come down Baltic Avenue, when you get to the expressway and cross over, it turns into Fairmount. That's because the train broke the city in half. The tracks, right? Okay. So it was the train. That the limousines. Did, you know, it's interesting, Frank. In, in New Orleans, it was the canal. The, cha the streets change right. on Canal Street. So now we uh, okay. know that. The streets change where? Missouri, Mississippi, where are you talking about? I'm talking about between Missouri and Arkansas, okay, because okay. we don't, we say Arkansas here. There was the an eight track, eight main tracks to the Pennsylvania Reading Rail Line went right up to between Puma and whatever the other thing is, okay? And in yeah. front of that was Christopher Columbus's statue. That was Columbus Park. And so the trains right. came up to there, 
my uncle Frank Bongiovanni would bring would go take the you know the people of class they they got limousines to go to the Chalfont Hatton Hall and the Traymore and the Dennis and all that and every August we had a moon tide that brought the tide up from the bay the bulkheading wasn't good and along with the with the water that came right up to the passenger platform came waddling duck from Canada called Brant, who that, that nested in the grassy, grassy channel. Well, that's actually called Beach Thoroughfare Channel back there. And the people coming off the train would say, ooh, what is this, Ducktown? <laughs> and, that, and that's how it got its name. And, of course, that's, that's important that, that, because um, the uh, – the, you know, that's the foot of the expressway right now. If anybody is not totally familiar with all of this detailed uh, information about Atlantic City, it's very simple. He's talking about right where you come into town or go out of town on the Atlantic City expressway. You know, and um, now why now why did they why did they build why did they build Convention Hall on Mississippi Avenue and why did the train station come between Missouri and next to Mississippi Avenue. I'm going to tell you why. Atlantic City's 48 blocks long. When the planners planned mass transportation, they, they decided to put the major artery into Atlantic City, which was the train, right in the middle at 2400 block, 2300 block. You got 46 blocks, you're right in the middle, right? 48 blocks, you're close to right in the middle. And then... yeah. When they took the train tracks out and moved them, the expressway followed the same the same exact pattern. Right, right, gotcha. That's really I intriguing. Didn't, I didn't know the. Believe. I didn't know. You know, here's the way you can describe Ducktown. Ed Kalanzi, who was a dear friend of mine, you probably knew him. He was a commissioner yep. of Atlantic City many years. Very, very, yep. very active in politics. He gave me a description of Ducktown. He grew up, he grew up right there on Trent with Terrace you know, uh, down from Florida Avenue. He said, Ducktown was the, by the way, Atlantic City in the 1940s and 50s had 437 bars. Not even New Orleans had that many, okay? 437 consumption liquor licenses in the city of Atlantic City with 48 blocks. And you could get Scott Silver to see if I'm right. He's your foremost attorney on liquor license. And why and why do we have that? Just like Las Vegas has what it has. Las Vegas is the biggest convention center in the world almost. Okay? They got like three million square feet. We I think we got a half a million here. But in nineteen forty six, we had the largest convention business in the world. Not Paris, right. not New York. Not London, right. not San Francisco, not Los Angeles, Atlantic City. So what what do we have? Conventioneers. What were they looking for? I can't announce it on air, but they got it here. They, they certainly like to drink right. a lot of alcohol, right? Right, right. So Ed Kalanzi says to me, you know, here's how I'll describe what Ducktown was when I was growing up. Duck, all, everybody in Ducktown was a blue-collar worker, Okay. Either worked in, right. as a busboy, a waiter, a server, a bartender. You worked for the ice house. You worked for the – used to have doll factories. We had so many businesses in Atlantic City in the 40s and 50s. 
the population of Atlantic City was over 70,000 in 1949, okay? It's 1952, over 40,000, over 70,000. He said it was the kind of place when a guy would get done work on a Friday, he would go into the corner bar, get a shot and a beer or, or a couple or a few, come come home, sit down, have have a spaghetti dinner on Friday, which all Italians ate spaghetti because you couldn't eat meat on Friday, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. And then when he exactly. got done, and then when he got done, then when he got done dinner, he realized he wasn't in his own house; he was in a neighbor's. <laughs> That's so funny. I want to talk about the bread. I want to talk about the bakery, Formica Brothers Bakery well, Cafe. It's an institution okay. in Atlantic City. Nineteen nineteen, Frank. We actually started in 16 with my cousin, my my great uncle Santo and my grandfather Francisco. But let me talk about the bread business. The first the first bakery in Atlantic City was actually the Ginsburg family, the first commercial bakery. There are plenty of bakeries. And Ducktown had at one point six Italian bakeries. The Rando wow. family came here in 1999 is what they say. And actually, Rando, at one point, there was a Rando Panarelli Bakery, because the next most famous bakery, or the next one in order, might have been Panarelli's right next to the church, where everybody got five-cent tomato pie. Great bakery. I love Panarelli's bread. Yep. So you had, you had, you had A. Rando, you had, you had Ginsburg, A. Rando, Panarelli, Formica's. Then you had a guy named Jimmy Paterno had the Venice Bakery, which the same right. side as the Venice Restaurant. Now it's Bass Pro Shop. Then you had Santo right. Rando, which was on Florida Avenue. And then you had a guy named Squash Rando, okay? He opened up a place called Rando Brand. So at one point, there were six Italian bakeries here. How could six Italian bakeries survive in a three-block radius? Because and three of them were... And three of them were Rando, you just then, said, right? What's that? Three of them were Rando bakery. That's right. Three of them are Randos. And if Panarelli's are relative, four of them are Randos. So right. in any event, we had more than 35,000 first-class hotel rooms here through the 30s and the 40s. Today, you're lucky if you got 15,000 first-class hotel rooms. So there was plenty of business. We had we had conventions in February. The American Medical Association would bring over twenty five thousand people here in the middle of the winter. Wow. The China and Glass Show was the China and Glass Show was the largest gathering convention, and it was worldwide. For people would come to show their 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 China, their glass, what have you, from Malaysia, from Europe, from the Orient. From the West Coast, that was the biggest, longest-running show here, our convention center, and the convention center had two railroad tracks. Um, they would load in on Georgia. They would load in on Mississippi and unload on Georgia. Wow, you are a tremendous historian, and I, I love all this because, you know, I grew up as a little boy going to Atlantic City with my mother and father and uh, these are such great stories uh your family has has been there in since 1915 you say uh and uh well, actually my grandfather came here in 1900 
My grandfather and his brother Santo came here in 1900. We got the steamship records. He came here on the USS Commercial out of Naples. It took oh. him 41 days to get from Naples to Ellis Island. Wow. They get to Ellis Island. Wow. They get to Ellis Island, uh, they, they, and they find out there's a bunch of Italians on farms that we call Greenwich Village today. That was farmland. Greenwich Village, New York City was farmland. They went there and expected, except, expecting to re be received with open arms. When they got there, the Gambadis told them, get out. There's no food. There's no jobs. Get out. They left and got jobs cutting down timber on the Jersey side for the new train for the new railroad they were building in Atlantic City, they were they were cutting tre they were cutting trees down for cross ties cross tides. They went from uh, Frank, they, got, they went from Sicily to Naples, that, and they got a they went from Sicily from that they had to leave they had to leave. The only way they could get to America was on a a freighter steamer that was going to to New York eventually out of Naples to South America, okay. forty one days to get to New York. Right. Well, my dad went out of Messina to Panama. Oh, that was in, in 1930. Okay. So quite a quite okay. a uh, a different thing. But you know, you're a tremendous historian, and I want to have another show uh, where we can dedicate more time to talking about this history of Ducktown. It's it's fantastic what you're you're saying, and and your recall, and how clear and precise you are about all of this. But, I want to well, focus on well, that for a minute uh, because sure. I'm, my next is going to be coming up, Joe Girallo, uh, and I want to I want to mention you know this this nonsense you know about the bread wars and this other nonsense. We love the Rando family. The Rando family is a great family. Just as you just set the table so well, no pun intended. Now we can put that bread on the table. You know, the Rando bread is great. The Formica bread is great. The Rando family is great. The Formica family is great. And the Tony family salutes all of them. And that's why I wanted you to come on today, because we want everybody to know, you know, a salute the Rando, salute the Formica. Right, Frank? I know you feel that. Well. Well, I, I, I definitely do. And, and you know, it, you know, it, it, there's always going to be competition, but you know, our roots are very similar and our work ethic is very similar and you, you have to respect that. You know, uh, it, it's, it, it's a testament, you know, for any family to, to get through a hundred years and, uh, by the grace right. of God, we'll keep going. And Carmen, you're still going. When did your father start Tony March? 1944, he bought it. 1945, he opened it. And, uh, you know, he got here in 1932 from Panama, 90 years ago. So we've got a little bit of a legacy going, too. Over here. You so certainly I do. So I give you credit for what you do, buddy. Please promise me that you will come back on the show uh, in December, and we're going to dedicate a Christmas show about the Sicilian families and the Sicilian and Italian Christmas because I love the Nabla Dons too. I enjoy my time in Naples and Sorrento so much. And uh, I just have to say one more thing. With all due respect to the Randos and the Rando family who we love, I like the Formica bread better. <laughs> Everything.
Everybody's got a preference. That's right. Right. All right, Carmen. Well, uh, Joe, you got a great guest. You got a great guest. Follow me, Joe Giralo. Uh, I will tell you that he has. Go ahead. Go ahead. He, he has done amazing. He's doing amazing work. I'll let you go, Carmen. But listen, Frank. Thank you for everything you did for your for our community, for Ducktown, for Atlantic County, for South Jersey. The former. Uh, chairman of the uh, Atlanta County Freeholders. Uh, God bless you and stay well. And we'll we'll talk to you in December. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you. Bye bye. Thank you, my. Friend. Welcome to the show. Uh, that's quite an act you have to follow there, my friend. <laughs> yeah, Carmen. I was listening. I don't know that I could follow that act um, as a history major. <laughs> Uh, I would love to see Frank Permica put all of his knowledge into a book for us to yes. enjoy. Yes. yes, and and maybe teach a course at Stockton while he's while he's at it. Um, but you have important information that affects people's lives, and I wanted you on the show because you know you are so hardworking. You are such a great example of a man, of a person, a human being that is dedicated to helping other human beings every day of his life. And fortunately, you're in a position as the Atlantic County um, clerk to be able to do that in so many ways. And, and I'd like you to talk a little bit about that and not only what the clerk you know does and what you're doing, but how you've improved it and how you're going to improve it. Uh, it's, it touches everybody's lives in a lot of ways, doesn't it? It sure does. And, and thank you for those, those nice comments, Carmen. Of course, I have to tell you that um, I don't know where the past 10 months has gone that I've been in office. And I, I certainly love the job I do. And you have hit the nail on the head that I enjoy helping people. And the clerk's office is always there to help people. Of course, right now is our, quote, busy season uh, handling uh, the, the election stuff. And um, hopefully I'm going to make an announcement that uh, I'm hoping that everyone that requested a vote by mail ballot or were continually on the list have received their vote by mail ballot. If you haven't, okay. you need to call office so we can find out why. But okay. we, we want people to vote, but we, and we'll help them. We'll help them no matter what. Um, we're, we're in crunch time now. But right. going back quickly, uh, we've changed many things in the clerk's office. We um, have certainly cleaned up. We're very customer friendly. I spend almost every night somewhere in Atlanta County talking about the things that we do at the clerk's office, new programs. But we'll talk about what we do. We do, of course, all of your notary swear-ins. We do passports. We do all the, the recording of deeds and mortgages and liens uh, against properties uh, if you buy a property. Um, and this county clerk has taken it a couple steps further um, that one of the things that I enjoy is marrying people. And um, yesterday we married a couple 
And I will tell you that we're, we're closing in on, since February, nearly 100 weddings that have taken place at the county seat at the clerk's office. And uh, wow, I'm very proud. Well, I know that I got another 30 to do in the next two months. That's, we are booked. Uh, we are not never wow. booked up. We will always find. Uh, there's no cost for that. The county clerk certainly marries people at no cost. And you come down to the clerk's office, you arrange it with our office. And uh, it's something we certainly like to do. The staff likes to see what goes on with that. And uh, I, I've got some, some bets with some other elected officials that uh, in my first five-year term, I'm hoping to, to surpass 750 weddings in uh, marrying people. And it's something I really do enjoy. And uh, like I said, stop. it's no cost. Um, I want to put in some information here. Uh, the um, the county clerk's office, you one in uh, Mays Landing, one in Atlantic City. Is that correct? That is correct. Our Atlantic City office is open the same hours that the Mays Landing office is open, which is at 8.30 a.m. to 4.15 p.m. Monday through Friday. And um, okay, we have a staff phone number. Staff of uh, phone number 609-625-4011. Uh, whether it's a question okay. about things or election items, call the office. Your your phone call will be handled and directed to the right place. That's great. Uh, so you've, you've taken a lead in this. That's a major change. And now... You're really challenged with the, the the voting, but you're working through that, and you want people to know that they can contact you at that 625-4011 if they have a question or an issue with respect to the ballots, correct? That, that is correct. And, of course, I always direct people, and I realize that not everybody has a computer, but to our website at www.AtlanticCountyClerk.com dot org and if you click on the elections tab you can see everything that's going on with elections the sample ballots are there if you need a vote by mail it's there if you need to know the hours of the polling locations it's there whatever you need it is on our website and um, i find that a lot of people do go to the website let us not forget that next saturday Early voting starts in seven locations throughout Atlantic County. So next Saturday, early voting starts, seven locations. You can live anywhere and vote in any one of the seven around the county. Wow. Uh, and those this is so very interesting. And they can go to AtlanticCountyClerk.org elections. And, and find out where those seven are that are obviously set out uh, around the county for people's convenience. That is true. They're, they're strategically located, Atlantic City, Northfield, Galloway, A. Carver Township, Mays Landing, Hamilton, and Buena Vista. So that they're, they're pretty evenly spread, spread out. Um, and you can yes. go there from 10 morning till eight at night, Monday, uh, 
every day except for Sunday. Sunday, the polls close at 6. Okay. So they're open There's till no 8 on Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, uh, Sunday, and Tuesday, they're open till 8. Sunday, they're open till 6. Correct. There's no reason not to vote, Carmen, between vote by mail, nine days of early voting, and election day, November 8th. There's no reason right. not to vote. You've got many, many opportunities, and your voice should be heard. That's the position I've taken. Your voice should be heard. Right. We want to see people come and vote. Right. You're doing so many great things. The passports, I also want to focus on. You know, uh, it's so great to have a passport. You know, even if you don't think you're going to travel, you know, passports are so important that you, you – you flash the passport and it's done within a matter of seconds when, when you're, you know, you're traveling. And, of course, we travel all the time. But, but having you and your staff there to help with something that's become relatively difficult, tell us just quickly um, a little bit about that. Uh, again, people should start, if they can, at AtlanticCountyClerk.org, or, or where should they start? They can start at AtlanticCountyClerk.org. All of the information that you need to get a passport, the information that you need to bring with you to help the process is listed online. All of the forms are online so that it will cut down your time at our office when you come in. So uh, right. if you read through it, uh, because remember, passports are, are, are issued by the Department of State. Um, so what we are is an agent, and county clerk is the biggest agent outside the, the, the post office. We currently are do not take appointments. If you wish to have an appointment, we'll give you an appointment. But you can walk in. The COVID stuff is over, and um, you can go to Atlantic City. Or May's Landing will handle you as a walk-in. If you make an appointment, we keep to the time that you have. If you do a walk-in and we have other people, you may have a slight delay. But it's something that, you know, we pride ourselves on um, handling the passports, being informative, and stepping people through what they need. Right, right. Well, you know, I, I, I want you to be regular on this show because you're such a great informative public servant and this information is so important what we're talking about so i want you to come back i'm already running out of time but i want to say something you know uh i mean how do how do you feel i mean i can't say enough good things about the way i admire and respect you i haven't known you that long but what I see you're doing is, is so great. I'm so grateful on behalf of my friends. I can say to my friends, I can say to the people listening to this radio show, here is a great guy, uh, a, a great person who is running this clerk's office, and look at what he's doing. Look at what he's done. How does that make you feel? Well, I, I'm, I'm a little bit humbled by it, of course. Um, I spent 36 years, Carmen, in county government, 15 years right. on my board of education, 
six years on my council. And I've always believed in one theory in life that, that we were put here to help one another. And right. I don't look at the clerk as a job. I look at it almost as I'm going to say a hobby because I enjoy getting up every morning, going to the office, helping people, talking to the clients when they come, making sure that they get everything that they need when they come to that clerk's office and that they've had a good experience when they come there. So, um, that's where I, I came from and that's where we've taken it. The staff has certainly stepped up to the plate and, um, and I have to tell you compliments uh, of the staff have been very good. We're very happy with where we're going. You'll continue to see more changes in my second year and, um, stay tuned because, um, as you say, let's let the good times roll because I think we're going to see uh, a clerk's office that continues to be involved in the community. I have people tell me all the time they didn't know all the services that were available at a clerk's office. And that's my job. I see that as I take that personal, that everyone know what we do at the Atlantic County Clerk's Office. So the short answer, my friend, is that you feel blessed. Uh, as everyone uh, wishes they could and as everyone uh, would like to feel blessed that they're doing what they love, uh, that's what you're doing, and, and uh, that's a, a, great, a great way to end this. Please come back after the holidays so we can do this again, Joe. Thank you for everything. Thank you so much, Carmen. I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you out there, my friend. God bless you. Truly, Thank truly you, inspired. This I, I really have tremendous respect for this man who helps people every day, uh, as does uh, the, 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 the guest before, Frank Formica, and, and so, many, so many of my friends. I want to get back to the good times, but I got to tell this story again uh, from Sicily, because we're wrapping that up, and, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I want everybody to know that we have great recommendations for restaurants in Italy, in Sorrento, in Napoli, in Mondello, uh, in Sicily. But this one incident I want to come back to because it involves another great man and great friend of ours and great family from Ducktown, the Barbera family. And the, the fish market, of course, the Barbera fish market, it's it's such a funny uh, a funny thing that happened. We were in um, the piazza in Messina, where you know my my grandfather, my maternal grandfather, was from Messina. They have a beautiful piazza there with the glockenspiel that was given to the people of Messina by Austria because of John the Austrian who helped the Habsburg Austrian Hungarian. Empire heroically was a heroic uh, figure, uh, victorious for the empire. And we, you know, as always, I need to find the handicap accessible bathroom. And we we got to uh, this really great Salon Bellini, and they were so helpful. The, the owner wound up coming out and practically remodeling his door to get me in there 
to do what I had to do. And then we started to talk, and his name was Carmelo, and we became very good friends. And he kept saying, Sangua, Sangua. He spoke a little English, uh, and, and he kept saying to me the Sangua because he liked me. My name is Carmelo. His name was Carmelo. But he was serving us uh, there, and he had all these great granitas, which is um, what Italian water rice came from, you know, uh, and the coffees. And all over in Sicily, the biggest name in coffee is Barbera. Just a coincidence, Barbera is everywhere. And, of course, we immediately told Carmelo, we have a great friend who we're very close to named Frank Formica, excuse me, named uh, uh, Barbera, uh, Frank Barbera, who is uh, uh, part of this family from Nazu. His family came from Nazu, where I came from, and he just loved, loved that. And um, he immediately came up with a gift for Frank Barbera here in America. And I'm not going to tell you what that gift is because we haven't given it to Frank yet, but these are the experiences that we have had. And, and these are wonderful, warm experiences. So important, so important for me as a proud Italian-American, Joe Girallo, Frank Barbera, uh, Frank Formica, all of the Italians, the Syracuse family, the Rando family. You know, I, I, and I'm so uh, it's it's so elating and gratifying when I when I go to Sicily and experience this. I, I do want to thank um, Rich Gerber uh, for being a uh, sponsor of this show. Rich Gerber uh, is a uh, 37, 38 year financial uh, advisor. Um, Actually, I might be saying that wrong. He might even be, I might be 47. I, I don't have it in front of me, but tr suffice it to say, he has tremendous experience. He has tremendous knowledge, and uh, he will take the time to work with you. He is an agent for annuities, for life insurance, for long-term care, uh, you know, skilled nursing home care. He has hybrid policies where you can collect monies that you invested in the policy if you don't need to use the skilled nursing home. And, and most of all, he has um, the expertise to sit with you and tell you what's right, and he will do it for free. You can call him at 609-653-9101. He's right on Central Avenue in Linwood. And uh, Rich Gerber will help you in, in so many different ways. We're going to have Rich back on the show again uh, in the next month or so so he can tell you more about the annuities and the things he does. But you should call him because he'll give you his time. He'll listen to you and your life and make the recommendations that will work for you. And, and again, I want to thank uh, uh, Rich Gerber for being a sponsor and for helping so many people. Gerber Insurance. 609-653-9101. And, of course, um, Rich will um, uh, set up a time. You can go to his office in Central Avenue in Linwood, or he'll meet you. He, he will we'll go and help people, especially people that can't travel so easily. 
And again, we're very, very proud on this show to have people like Rich Gerber as a part of our show, as a part of the Tony Mart family. And we're tremendously grateful and proud to have affiliates like Shore Local we talked about and uh, uh, The Point. Um, we're not doing much on The Point right now because they're closed until they reopen in, late, in, in May. Uh, the, the beautiful nightclub there, and they do so much. But um, Circle Liquor Store does every. And, you know, Circle Liquor Store has all of these uh, great autumn brews, the limited seasonal brews, and they have uh, four of the authentic Munich Oktoberfest beers. If you want the real deal for your Phillies party, your Eagles party, your Oktoberfest party, your Halloween party, Circle's got four, the only four that you can get. You can't get them all. Hollander, Hockershore, Hofbrau, of course, Hofbrau House, and um, Spaten. And Spaten, of course, has the, uh, the Hefeweizen, uh, Franzikainer, it's called. Uh, the, these are authentic Munich beers. And then you have all the beers, all the micro-brews, all the seasonal craft beers that emulate those beers and emulate different styles, like the Barsteiner, um, Oktoberfest, and, and you can just go talk with the great people at Circle. The hospitality is what sets them apart. You know, J.M., the guy, Jordan, the craft beer guy. And then, of course, when it comes to wine, in Vino Veritas, one of the great pleasures of my life is being able to work with Chester Malloy and Jeanette Gemza. Jeanette's husband was a wine master, and now he's gone and... Um, we have Chester Malloy, who we grew up with, uh, Summers Point, Bay Rat, and, and great guy. We just love being a part of that and being able to go and talk wine with him. We're actually going to be doing a, a wine tasting at the end of next month, and we'll be talking more about that. So, again, I want to thank you all. I want to thank our guests, and I want to invite you to tune in because we're going to see you on the Blues Cruise. And until that time, let the good times roll.